from Montreal in La Belle Provence, Quebec, Canada, this is Radio Rotary. Good morning, everyone. This is Jonah Trebowasa speaking to you from the 101st Annual Rotary International Convention here in Montreal. Please join me for the next half hour as we speak to some of the 17,000 Rotarians who have gathered here this week to celebrate the great service Rotary does for people around the world. My first guest this morning on Radio Rotary is David Dryden of Ontario, Canada. Good morning, David. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning, Jonah. Now, you're with something called Sleeping Children Around the World. What's that all about? It's a Canadian charity that uh, gives bed kits to children in third world countries. And in a bed kit, you've got bedding, clothing, school supplies, and a mosquito net. So one can assume that these children are, what, sleeping on the floor in these countries? Yeah, in most cases. I mean, it, it's very rudimentary conditions. They don't have any of these things. And what we land up doing is collecting money in North America and then using Rotary as our people overseas that we can send the money to. They can make the bed kit, find the children, and then we go over to monitor the process of the bed kits being given out. But without a partner that we can trust overseas, it isn't going to work, and Rotary is marvelous. Now, you have on display here, of course, our folks on radio can't see this, but you have some uh, blankets and, and towels and uh, clothing and the uh, school kit you spoke about. But why mosquito netting? Why is that important? Well, the countries we go to tend to be along the equator, and they're in the malaria zone. And so not only malaria, but the youngsters, when they're sleeping on the ground or close to the ground, the bugs get in, everything gets in. So the mosquito net helps to prevent disease and keep them healthy. And it's the bite of the mosquito that we know uh, transmits malaria. Is that right, David? That's right. And that's why, especially in Africa, we use specially treated nets. They cost a little bit more, but uh, that's what the children need. Well, David Dryden of Sleeping Children Around the World, if people want more information, I see you've got a website. Let us know what it is. Uh, the website is www.scaw.org, and we're indebted to the Rotary Club of Peterborough, who has set the booth up here for us so that we can thank Rotarians. Well, David Dryden, thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. <laughs> Thank you, Jonah. Well, I have two lovely young ladies here on Radio Rotary from something called Rotaract, and they are Amanda Hurst of Las Vegas, Nevada, and Alexandra, oh, Alexandra, you'll have to pronounce that one. Manusis. From uh, Northfield, Vermont, and you're called Allie, right? Yes. Okay, so tell me, what is Rotaract? We'll start off with uh, Amanda. Rotaract is technically a service organization for young professionals between the ages of 18 and 30. It's uh, all around the world in over 167 countries. There's about 186,000 members all around the world. And uh, right now we're at the international convention and we're just hanging out, uh, meeting a lot of cool people. We just got done with our convention and yeah, it's a great organization. Now you have to be no more than 30 years old to join, is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So that means that I'm 60, I can join twice? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not sure if Rotary International would like that very much. So, Allie, tell me, uh, is this like the uh, farm team, the training ground for future Rotarians? Um, absolutely, yeah. The clubs, you can uh, be recruited right into the Rotary from a, from a Rotaract club. If the club sponsors you, you can apply, and it's just a good way to get leadership experience. Now, uh, your Rotaract clubs, many of which are on university campuses, do they do service projects and fundraising for charities the way the regular, uh, more senior Rotary uh, members do in their own clubs? Yeah, my club is actually based on a university, and uh, we're working on a big fundraiser for polio next year, and we just worked on a good number of fundraisers for Relay for Life last year. Right, and if there are some college students uh, 
listening today. Uh, Amanda, would you uh, suggest to them that they join Rotary? Oh, absolutely. And Rotaract? I, yeah, absolutely. I completely believe in the uh, service above self motto. I think it's a great way to not only connect with people, but to change the world one step at a time locally and internationally. And if you're uh, one of those people that wants to do it, it's a great way to start. Well, I want to thank both of you for joining me on Radio Rotary this morning and enjoy the convention here in Montreal. Thank you. Thank you, Allie. Thank you. Have a good day. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois speaking to you from the 101st Annual Rotary International Convention in Montreal, Canada. And I have three extremely handsome young men who are members of something called Interact. And gentlemen, why don't you introduce yourselves? My name is Esteban Santiago. Uh, my name is Jack No. My name is Asin Batuan. And you're all from uh, California. And uh, Esteban is from Morgan Hill. And Jack is from San Jose. And... Uh, Asin is it? Asin? Asin is uh, from Alameda, California. You're all members of Interact. Gentlemen, tell me what's Interact. We'll start with Esteban. Uh, Interact is a community service club. It's basically like the high school version of Rotary, and we participate in community service projects and international projects as well. And Jack, what made you decide to join Interact? Were there pretty girls there? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Plenty of pretty girls. And um, one thing that made me really want to join Interact is the inspiration and the passion I gained from joining Interact. Um, I, it really hit me hard, and I mean, it's going to leave a really hard impact on my life. It's going to change. It changed my life, and it's um, opening all the doors of uh, opening all the <laughs> opportunities in my life. And I hope it's going to get me out there. Very good. And Asin, yes. right? I did I do it right, there, Ryan? Perfect. That is perfect. What kind of service projects have you done in your uh, Interact Club? Oh, we definitely do a lot of stuff. We do uh, park cleanups, beach cleanups. We help with our Rotary Club's activities and um, actually work on an international project every year as a, as a district. And this year our international project was NPolio Now. Um, we're teaming up with Rotary. And it was our goal to raise $100,000 this year for the, for the cause. And did you do that? Um, we're getting close. We're getting close. Very good. So, gentlemen, if you... Uh, have some uh, friends and colleagues listening in New York State to uh, Hudson Valley Talk Radio who are, happen to be in high school, or par perhaps parents who have kids in high school, would you recommend that they join Interact? We'll start with Esteban. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a life-changing club, and you'll learn so much from it that you can take um, to college and throughout your life, so it's great. Now, Esteban mentioned college. Now, you know, Jack, that in college we have something called Rotaract, right? Is that something you'll be following up with? Yes, definitely. Rotaract is the next step um, from Interact Club, and we really want to encourage to stay in the Rotary family and continue into um, the College Rotaract Club so you can be the lifelong member of Rotarian. Right, and uh, Asin, if uh, you have to be as old as I am, and I am old, I don't know if you can imagine being my age, but do you plan on being a Rotarian when you're an adult? Most definitely. Um, I think from what I've seen today at the convention, or this whole week at this convention, um, and from what my ex I've experienced uh, being at Rotary Clubs, uh, the vibe I get and the things that you guys do is just wonderful, and I want to continue what I'm doing um, in service. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary, and best of luck. We're being joined by Larry Deeb of the Tallahassee Floor Rotary Club, and he's here with Rotary Diabetes Awareness. Good morning, Larry. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Now, you know, everyone hears about diabetes, that it's becoming a plague in the United States, that uh, overweight children are more uh, susceptible to diabetes. But let's, let our listeners know who may not know, what exactly is diabetes? Diabetes is an abnormality of blood glucose when it goes too high. And uh, basically, there are two types. The, the kind that I take care of as a pediatrician, type 1 in children, where they don't make enough insulin, and type 2, where people actually sort of... Uh, 
run out of their insulin because, as you said, diabetes and obesity are very closely related. Now, is this inherited? Does it run in families? Or is it something that you can purely get from being overweight and eating bad things? How does it work? Well, first of all, diabetes does run in families. And so certainly there are people who are overweight who never do get diabetes. But you know, there are other ramifications to overweight besides diabetes. However, in the United States and worldwide, the obesity epidemic is sort of funneling the epidemic of diabetes. And we're now up to 380 million people worldwide and 24 million in the U.S. And you know, they're talking by 2020, 2030, 50 million people. Now, what are the symptomologies? Uh, how do you know you have diabetes other than going for your annual checkup and having your blood sugar taken, uh, you know, test by the laboratory? Let's say somebody at home uh, has certain symptoms. Why don't you let them know what it is just in case they can recognize it and get over to their doctor? We know that's interesting. They're all, everybody, uh, we're standing here in Montreal. I'm standing here looking at the Canadian Diabetes Association. Question, are you at risk? The American Diabetes Association at diabetes.org has the same risk assessment. And so you know, it says, do you have a family history? Do you come from a high-risk group? Uh, you know, I tell people if you hyphen who you are, you're in a high-risk group. And then um, if you're a woman, did you have a big baby? Um, or were you ever told that your blood glucose was a little bit high? You know, people are bad to talk about the touch of sugar. Well, it may have gone on to be the real thing. And then do you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol already? then you're at risk for diabetes. And likewise, you, we've already talked about the weight. So those, if you have those kinds of risks, you need to find out. It's a simple blood test. And what is Rotary doing about the plague of diabetes that's happening around the world? Well, I think we're doing, trying to do several things. One, clearly awareness. You know, if you look at demography of Rotary, if you're a Rotarian and you're in a club and you look around the room, the people are at risk to have diabetes. That's one. Number two, um, Rotary is this international service organization, and there are people around the world in desperate need of diabetes health care. And Rotary can help be a catalyst for that. We will be, by the end of 2010, helping children who need insulin in 40 countries get it. We, as the Diabetes Action Group, working with and it's always working with other Rotarians in very traditional Rotary models, have matching grants in the Caribbean, and we very well may be the cause for a, the most dramatic reduction in amputations in the Caribbean that has ever been seen. And so I think that's the major way we work. The way we work is with you as Rotarians to help you do the kinds of things you are famous for, service above self. Well, Dr. Larry Deeb, uh, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. And as, if people at home want more information, give us that website again. It's ragdiabetes.org, the Rotarian Action Group for Diabetes, rag, R-A-G, diabetes.org. As if it was one word. Uh, there you go, one word, ragdiabetes. Dr. Larry Deeb of Tallahassee, Florida, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary from the 2010 International Convention in Montreal, the 101st Rotary International Convention after these important messages. This close. After immunizing more than 2 billion children, Rotary Club members are this close to wiping polio from the face of the earth. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to protect children against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. 
visit rotary.org slash endpolio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. We're joined now by Janine and Paul Burtwistle of the Guernsey Rotary Club in Great Britain. And uh, you are both dressed in resplendent red golf shirts that say N Polio Now. Now, Janine, uh, tell us, first of all, why is there still polio in the world when more than 50 years ago we had the Salk and Sabin vaccines? Well, unfortunately, the polio virus is endemic into the environment in so many places and so many countries that it was endemic in. There's huge issues with poverty, water, sanitation, etc. And it's been a massive campaign to actually get to the point we're at now. But it's been hugely successful. I mean, it's phenomenal. We're down from um, 1,000 cases a day to less than 2,000 a year and we just have to finish the campaign. We can't let it stop here. And you and I know as Rotarians those cases are now uh, pretty much confined to places in Africa and the Middle East that uh, places like the United States where I live or the UK when you're, where you live pretty much have beat polio but it's still, it's still hard to crush. Isn't that right? Absolutely, but I think we also have to remember that it is literally a plane ride away. I mean, we're here in Canada, and I understand that over 4 million Canadians have not had their polio vaccine. And with international travel now, it would be so easy for the polio virus to come back into the environment. We must have our vaccines. Everybody must have our vaccines. And it is. It's only left in four countries and pockets of four countries. Pakistan, Afghanistan, India, and Nigeria. And that's it. Now, of course, uh, there's been a lot of publicity out about the fact that uh, Rotary has made uh, the conquest of polio one of our top priorities. And we're joined in that by the founder of Microsoft, the computer whiz, Bill Gates, who is given us some very substantial matching funds. But, Janine, what are you doing uh, from Guernsey, England, to con- help conquer polio? Well, I'm the district polio officer, District 1110, which is central southern England, including the Channel Islands. And I was very frustrated in that I wanted to be giving clubs End Polio Now branded merchandise to help them to raise awareness of the campaign and and to raise funds within our local communities. And it just simply wasn't available. So my husband Paul and I decided last year that we would do something about it rather than just sitting and moaning about it. So we've had over 15 different products branded. Um, We're becoming a rotary licensed vendor which uh, will be a matter of days away now and we've been selling our products across initially our district but in fact the whole of Britain and Ireland now for the last seven or eight months and we're just about to launch globally so anybody that is in a rotary club anywhere out there in the world who wants to get end polio now branded merchandise needs to get in touch with us and every penny of what we make goes to the campaign. Nobody's making a profit here. Now, Paul, what kind of material are we talking about? Because Father's Day is is almost upon us while we're recording the program, and I'll get my wife to go online and get me a few goodies for Father's Day. What kind of thing are we talking about? Well, we have a nice rechargeable torch. Uh, That's flashlight for Americans. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, We have the pen, (laughs) which is branded, um, with baseball caps. Uh, We will have 
beanie caps uh, when we go worldwide and ski hats. Uh, we have. How about these lovely golf shirts you both have on? Yeah. We call them golf shirts in America. Polo shirts. What about them? Will you have those available? They are available. I'll yeah. take a large. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we have a DGE that's just ordered 200. Of that's a district governor-elect. Yeah. And um, she's also ordered 100 fleeces, which I don't know what you call them over here. We call them fleeces. Ah, good. So give us uh, the website that people can uh, sign on to, special Rotarians, if they're interested in some of this material. Okay, well, we're in the process of making our own website, so that's not going to be going live for another few weeks. But you can see most of our products already. If you go to ribi.org, which is Rotary in Great Britain and Ireland, but it's simply ribi.org, and look for End Polio Now products, you'll see the details, you'll see an order form, and contact us by email, and we'll sort you out. Well, Janine and Paul Bertwistle of the Guernsey Rotary Club in the United Kingdom. Thank you so much for everything you do to con conquer polio, and thanks for joining us on Radio Rotary. That's excellent. Thank you, and uh, good luck to everybody out there in their fundraising campaigns. Thank you, Janine and Paul. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye. We're joined now by Grant McLean of Lindale, Texas, a Rotarian who is involved in something called Mercy Ships. Grant, welcome to Radio Rotary, and tell us. What is Mercy Ships all about? Mercy Ships is a uh, long-time partner with uh, Rotary International. We, uh, we facilitate healthcare development in the developing world with a focus on the 9100 district in West Africa. Uh, we provide direct medical services and we provide capacity building training opportunities for uh, healthcare providers in the, in the 9100 district. So it's a hospital ship, is it? It is a hospital ship. The, uh, the focus of our organization is this hospital ship platform, which provides the services and the training platform for uh, local, local health care workers. And the physicians and nurses on board, are they all Rotarians, volunteers? How does that work? Uh, the, the volunteers on board are a combination. Some of them are Rotarians. It's not, we are a, a partner organization of Rotary, so it's not a, it's not a completely Rotary-operated uh, organization. Um, we, we always connect with ro local Rotary clubs, and we facilitate relationships with uh, international clubs who partner with us both on the funding side as well as on volunteer side. So we, we are a bridge between international clubs and local Rotary clubs where we serve. And where have some of the ships gone to help people? Well, our focus has been in the last few years primarily on that west coast area of Africa. Uh, we facilitate teams, though, into Central America, the Caribbean, uh, into disaster response areas. So we, we primarily respond to disasters through specialized teams and supplies and logistics into, into uh, follow-up disaster areas. So globally is our, as our scope, but our ships are primarily focused on West Africa. And if our listeners would like to know more about Mercy Ships, how can they reach you? They can contact us uh, or they can go to our website, mercyships.org, or one word. Um, and then we also have national offices in 14 countries, so including Canada, where we are right now. The headquarters are based in uh, just east of Dallas in Texas. Now, it's amazing, uh, Grant, even though you're from Lindale, Texas, I don't hear a, a hint of a, a Texan accent. It's something else. I'm going to say... New Zealand or Australia? Yeah, nice, nice guess. Uh, I am a New Zealander. Uh, typically on board our, our flagship, the Africa Mercy, will have 40 nations that, who are serving as volunteers, so we are a multinational organization as well, which is very good fit for our Rotary partners. Um, so we are, uh, 
my, I've lived in Texas for probably 15 years, so uh, I'm coming a, a transplant, but that's typical of Mercy Ships as an organization. Grant McLean of Glendale, Texas Rotary, thank you so much for everything you're doing, for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you. Welcome back to Radio Rotary, and I am in the Dollywood uh, booth here at the Rotary International Convention in Montreal. And I'm speaking to a very charming young lady, but it's not Dolly Parton, it's Katarina. Well, let's, I'll have her pronounce her name. Katrina Sturton. Katrina, and Katrina's from Ottawa in Ontario. And tell us, what is the Dollywood Foundation? The Dollywood Foundation was created, uh, it's, it's a program that every month from the, it's created the Imagination Library. Every month from the time a child is born until they turn five years old, they get a brand new free book in the mail and it's addressed to the child so it gets kids really excited about reading. Um, it's also promoting other educational initiatives, for example, a scholarship for distinct, uh, you know, exceptional teachers and uh, it's, it was created to, you know, give back to Dolly Parton's hometown in, in uh, Tennessee, but now it's actually reached its serving books to kids in all over the states, in Canada, and also in, in uh, the United Kingdom. And this was founded by Dolly Parton, of course, the uh, country and western singer and uh, entertainment superstar. Uh, do you know why Dolly Parton decided to start this? Yeah, she actually was, you know, she grew up in a home where there weren't a whole lot of books, but she had really fond memories of sitting on her mom's lap. Her mom, they had a family Bible, so her mom would read her stories, and Dolly said that was such a big part of helping her imagination really grow as a kid. You know, I think she really attributed a lot of her success to knowing how to read, because she said, you know, if you, if you know how to read, you can, you can teach yourself anything. Um, the other thing that she saw, you know, she was in an area where a lot of people didn't have access to education and reading and books uh, as much, and including her father, he, he hadn't um, been able to read. So she saw, you know, for someone who was so smart, she saw that really affected his life and the family life, and she said, you know, I always wonder how his life would have been different if he could have been able to read. So. And Dolly Parton will be here uh, during the week talking to the 17,000 Rotarians about the Dollywood uh, Foundation and the Imagination Library. But she's got a wonderful representative of you, uh, Katrina. And I want to thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary and uh, for all the work you do for children's literacy. Thanks so much. Oh, thanks so much. It's a pleasure to talk to you. The inspirational words of Let There Be Peace on Earth, brought to us by the Rotary World Choir, we bring to a close our special coverage of the 101st Rotary International Convention here in Montreal, Canada. This is Jonah Trebowasser inviting you to join us again next Friday morning for another edition of Radio Rotary, right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio.
It's Ribfest time. The Highland Rotary Club invites you to their fabulous Hudson Valley Ribfest at the Ulster County Fairgrounds in New Paltz on Saturday and Sunday, August 21st and 22nd, starting at 11 a.m. both days. The Hudson Valley Ribfest features barbecue foods, live entertainment, lots of vendors, and this year, a NASCAR show car simulator and children's activities. Admission is just $5. Children 12 and under are free, and there is plenty of free parking. For more information, go to HudsonValleyRibFest.org. That's HudsonValleyRibFest.org. Radio Rotary is brought to you by Beach Grove Technology, providing natural dietary supplements for a healthier life. Beach Grove Technology's herbal supplements are uniquely designed to prevent premature aging, eye problems, and weight loss. Beach Grove Technology is now featuring its latest natural product, cultivated American wild ginseng. So take charge of your life with Beach Grove Technology's safe natural products. Visit bgtsupplements.com or call 800-861-4933. That's bgtsupplements.com, 800-861-4933. What would you do if a friend, co-worker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V dot com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. 